Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. And in the world of news, strange, and paranormal news, as we all know, the Grammys was a couple days ago, and it was filled with imagery that resembled a lot of satanic worship. Sam Smith, Kim Petras, bring Satan cages whips to Grammy in fiery, unholy performance. As Variety reports, it was really crazy to see that on stage because one of the biggest conspiracies out there, and there's many conspiracies that are like right on the top, and one of them is that the Hollywood industry, the music industry, and even parts of the sports industry are really correlated with demonic stuff. And when you see things like this on live TV that anyone can just turn on and watch, it just goes to show you that when you see something like this, the conspiracy theories get another point on the board of things that come true. It's kind of hard, hard to hide something like this, and it was performed at the Grammy, so it's pretty crazy to see something like that and, you know, disagree with it. A massive toadzilla found in Australia. The six-pound female cane toad was twice the size the species usually gets to, and it had to be removed from the environment since the cane toads are actually invasive and non-native to the area. Now, I don't know what you would have done if you saw something like this, but it is massive, and you could actually read that report for yourself and see it on Instagram on I-G-N-D-O-T-C-O-M, which is Instagram, on Instagram, I-G-N-D-O-T-C-O-M-I-G-N. You could also go on their Facebook page and just type in IGN. It will pop up. They have a variety of news reports involving, um, involving video games, movies, TV shows, and discoveries like this. And that's why I always follow them and see their reports. And I would like to do something slightly different to the podcast, being that I have been getting a lot of followers on my IG page, which is SWAB underscore podcast which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast, I wanted to include every so often a trivia part of the podcast where I will go back and give you the answers and it will kind of make you think about it throughout the episode and see if you have the right answer. And we're going to do a quiz on something that I am actually talking about today that involves the category. So this is actually from a book that I picked up as my background music ends. It is by author Nat LeBrent, Lambert. And it's I picked this book up, believe it or not, at Five Below. Very good store. Underrated. Go there. Um, there are certain objects or items in the store, rather, that are more than $5. But for you, know, you get a real good bargain for your buck there. And they have a book section. And I just saw this and I was like, this is awesome. I have to pick it up. So uh, it's this is a book by Nat Lembert and he is a um, self-confessed trivia nerd and has penned nonfiction titles for leading publishers throughout the world. And I actually looked through this book and there's a lot of stuff in here that is in fact 100% accurate from knowledge that I have in the paranormal and the strange. So quiz number one for you guys to think about and I will go back at the end of the episode and give you the answer. Area 51 is the common name of a top-secret United States Air Force facility. Conspiracy theories for the base include it being a site for storage and reverse engineering of crashed alien spacecrafts and even a place where meetings take place with extraterrestrials. But where in the world is it? 
Is it A, Death Valley, California? B, Kodiak Island, Alaska? C, Pearl Harbor, Hawaii? D, Mount Rushmore, South Dakota? E, Groom Lake, Nevada? F, Manhattan, New York? And then we're going to go right to another question. In what year did the world-famous Roswell UFO incident take place? A, 1937, B, 1947, C, 1957, D, 1967, E, 1977, or F, 1987. So I'll leave you guys to think about those, and we'll go back and give you the answers at the end of the podcast episode. So you may be wondering why, in fact, I am talking about extraterrestrials, Area 51, and the famous Roswell, New Mexico crash. Well... You know, I was scrolling through TikTok videos, Instagram, and that's where a majority of my ideas and topics come from. You know, we I go on there and I see topics that are being discussed in the paranormal, and I'm like, you know what, that's something good for me to talk about with my listeners. Um, and then sometimes I just have ideas of myself, and I just go on an episode and talk about it. But I was thinking about how we have a lot of really smart people out there. Um, Billy Carson is someone that I actually just started following, not because he has a common name as me, but um, my brother-in-law put me on to this channel called the Gaia Channel, and it's all about, you know, enlightenment, um, astronaut theories, um, paranormal stuff, and, you know, the universe. And it's a very intriguing channel that you have to really sit down and have the mentality that you're ready to learn and learn different from what we have been taught in school, um, grammar school, college, so on and so forth. And I apologize for the beeping outside. There's nothing I can do living in the city um, to lower that. So I'll try to buff it out on the episode. But there's someone out there like with a motorcycle. But anyways, the channel is very intriguing. And um, a lot of the people on there go against what the science, they go against the science that we know of now and the astronomy and, you know, the studies of the universe. And um, Billy Carson is one of those people that really thinks there was more to the universe and there's more to history than what meets the eye. Um, and basically along the lines of the famous TV show Ancient Aliens, where they have these theories where the archaeological feats that we know of in history, they were built and they were given help. The people at that time were given help from a greater being or extraterrestrials. And he's one of those guys on board that looks into the, like, let's say the pyramids and when they were built. And he says they weren't built from what we know, the time that was given. They, there is more to it. There is more detail and things that we um, are not seeing. And when people like this argue, they get shot down. But he, you know, Billy Carson goes on and he really gives his points and you can listen to a lot of his points on the Gaia channel. And then he's on a couple episodes. Like the Pyramid of Giza, he says, you know, were built many, many years prior. And we say that they were roughly built from 24 around 2490 BC and he goes to say that they are in fact older and the different and the way they look now is not in fact how they looked when they were originally built and the date that 
is on History Channel and on Google and other search engines will tell you 2490 BC is when they were built. But he claims, and not just him, other archaeologists and scientists believe that they were built longer ago than that date that is given to us. So he's on this channel. He's one of those philosophers, scientists, very smart individual that kind of goes against the science, but uses actual science that we know of to put into his theories and talk about it. Then I was searching through videos and I came across Neil deGrasse. Now, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a another person who is extremely intelligent. And he's on a lot of TV shows and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was on CNN. And on an interview with CNN, he was asked, and not only on CNN, on an interview, he was asked on the Joe Rogan podcast, um, and boy, I wish I was, you know, up there in the stature of good, you know, not saying my podcast is bad to me personally, but I wish I was a little bit more known because I would love to have him on and pick his brain and talk to him what I'm going to talk about in this episode is how he doesn't believe that there is extraterrestrial life or there are in fact something driving and piloting what we're seeing in the skies. And he went on a CNN broadcast, an interview, and they were talking about on CNN about the UFO sightings. And then he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And I'm the, the CNN news report, it's, you could type in Neil deGrasse and he'll come up and you can kind of listen to it. The Joe Rogan one is a lot more easy to find. Just type in Joe Rogan, Neil deGrasse Tyson, and it'll come up. And in both interviews, pretty much, he says that all we're hearing about is the ships in the sky. And that's it. You know, uh, you, he, Joe Rogan even went to the extent of talking about the Navy that had numerous sightings of these unidentified flying objects, which are now known as UAPs. And they actually talk about the switch in the name. But he went to the extent of mentioning the Tic Tac video and the Tic Tac video and the uh, the numerous reports of Navy like ships and planes seeing things in the air. And he just kind of refuses to believe that it's anything otherworldly. Like he kind of acknowledges that there's something there, but he's just not convinced. And I have a friend that's kind of similar to this situation. And he's went from not believing to now the reports are coming out, especially within the last four years, that he's like, okay, well, there are aliens, but they're just not as intriguing as, you know, my religion. And, you know, he's back and forth. My friend Charlie, he spoke about the Giants in the Andrew Dawson episode a couple episodes ago. He's always up and down. But Neil deGrasse is just a one-way street. And he just believes that there is no religion, that everything was formed via the Big Bang Theory, and that, you know, when we die, we're just going to cease to exist. That everything else beyond science is just nothing. It's just science to him. And I won't get into the religion aspect of his beliefs, because I've done that on plenty of other episodes. But the fact that this intelligent, this highly intelligent individual doesn't believe that there's something else out there is just mind-boggling to me. You know what I mean? And 
there are numerous reports, and I actually took this out of my news segment to give to you now. And this was actually per IGN and science websites. Scientists have spotted a spooky celestially celestial object blasting out radio signals three times an hour about 4,000 light years away. Now again, I'm not an astronomer. I'm not a scientist. And from what I gather, stars can admit radio signals. But there's so much stuff, even but beyond, like this for instance, there's so much stuff going on up there that you can't deny there's something out there. This guy, Neil deGrasse, says it himself, it's infinite. The universe is infinite. So how can you sit there and say that the universe and space is infinite, but not sit back and say, and I could be wrong, but I've listened to a few interviews, but how can you say that there's nothing else out there? That our planet is the only planet in the entire infinite galaxy and all of space that can sustain life. We don't know that. How do we know there's not another planet billion light years away that is different looking than us and has water and has breathable air and has the planet that is inhabitable? Like, How can you just not just say that we're the only planet? Which is, I've said this many times, very scary to even think about. And you could read some of the comments on my IG posts about this episode because I put out, you know, posts about when an air, when an episode's going to air and drop. And a couple of comments was like basically agreeing with me, like we're the only people. That's scary to think that. And it's crazy because, you know, scientists like to say, give me the evidence and we'll look at it. And there are documented, well-documented UFO encounters. Now, Dro Rogan brought up the Navy stuff and the Tic Tac uh, video. And he kind of just was like, well, it's just something, you know, were they there? Did they actually see that? I mean, it was recorded via a United States ship and recorded the whole thing. And there's audio. And he says, well, did they see it? Did it fly that fast? Did it make maneuvers like that? Like, dude, yeah. Like, yeah, and, and they're not the only people seeing it. The only difference between the Navy and it being documented is other people saw it and have been seeing it, like myself. And when the common folk say, hey, we saw something in the sky, you know what ends up happening? You get called crazy. Like when I told my UFO story back in 1995, I saw a UFO. And I'll get into the story once again, but I'll do it very short. I saw a UFO the first time in 1995 with my family on in the Bronx, driving down Bronxdale Avenue above a tower that houses a lot of people. It's like a condo apartment complex. The tower is called Janal's Tower. I posted this on my IG page, SWAB underscore podcast. And there was many people looking up in the sky that night pointing at what we saw in the truck, our family truck, as we drove down that street that night. We went around the corner to get a better view because that's how low it was flying above this tower. And as soon as we made the turn and looked up, we didn't see the light no more. We didn't see the disc object. That was very detailed, by the way. We went back to the main street where we were traveling. The object was completely gone. 
Our windows were down that particular Halloween night. It wasn't that cold. It was making no sounds. There was no spotlight as if it was being illuminated into the sky to make it look like it was a UFO. There was no... Um, what else? There was no strings. It wasn't a drone. Drones weren't really a thing back in 95. And then scrolling through Instagram this week, apparently in 95, in Miami... There was a VHS digitalized video of a man that saw a UFO that looked very, very similar to what I saw. Only when he saw it in Miami, it was on October 20th, 1995. I saw my UFO October 31st, 1995. Just a few days after this man recorded. So something was on the East Coast in 95. And was seen in the Bronx and down south in Miami. So there's evidence like that. But when the common folk, again, say they saw something or present video evidence, people will say it's fake. But now, not so much anymore. People will show videos on TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. And it's more believable because, of course, the media is releasing and saying it's real. And the government saying that we don't know what it is. They're not exactly saying it's alien, but we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is means there's something piloting these, whether they're inside or not. And Neil deGrasse refuses, with his IQ and intelligence level, to, to, to say, well, it's real. It, it's, it's mind-boggling. I think he leans more towards it's the government not saying that it's theirs. They're trying to just keep it a secret. And I don't agree with that because I don't think that we have technology like that. They revealed a couple of weeks ago a new stealth bomber that looks exactly like what we already have. Bob Lazar came out years ago and told his story. And people thought he was crazy. Just like people in my school when I was at a young age thought I was crazy. And now everything Bob Lazar said is kind of coming true. He said that we were working on reverse engineering something that wasn't from this earth and that the base or sub-base of where he was working that was very close to Area 51 had things there that weren't from this earth, including an element that he was accused of stealing. Okay? Now... There's other reports. Those other reports were actually UFO abductions. And sorry for the pause. A little technical difficulty. But there's been reports of people being taken from the earth and being brought on a ship with people that weren't from this earth, extraterrestrials. The famous story of Travis Walton, a logger who was out with a bunch of people coming back from work. The They saw a light in the sky as a whole, very close to the forest trees. And they stopped and Travis Walton got out and very went very close to this object that was hovering near the ground. They saw it go from the sky into, into the trees. They got out of the truck. Travis Walton got too close. He was zapped with a beam of light. His co-workers slash friends left. 
One of them said, we can't leave him there. And they saw him get zapped and fall to the floor. There's a movie about this, by the way. They went back for him. They're like, we got to get him. Can't leave him. Went back. He was gone. Five days. When he reappeared, because there was a search party out for him, he told officials that he was brought, abo- uh, brought aboard a ship, which he described gray aliens, and they fixed him from his injuries and brought him back. And now Travis Walton is believed by few and mocked by many. Another really good story that I've actually get to do an episode on, and I'll tell you in a nutshell, is Barney and Betty Hill. They were a interracial couple. And there's a story of them being abducted. And I believe this took place in the 60s. And they both had a story where they were taken and being visited by aliens. And they were... Their story, they were shunned upon. They they were like, we don't believe you. The, they were in New Hampshire. So New Hampshire officials and police didn't believe their story. And they thought that they were being treated the way they were and being not believed because they were an interracial couple. Betty was white. Barney was black. And at that time, there was a lot of racism. But what shocked people... Years later is that a psychologist interviewed both of them because they were so traumatized by the events. And the psychologist came to the conclusion that they were not lying because their stories and their hypnosis sessions, which were recorded, there's audio, were consistent every single time. And this psychologist, psych, uh, psychologist, who has a degree and has studied the human mind or whatever, went on and said they, Barney and Betty, were not lying. They actually had something happen to them. So Neil deGrasse, with all the evidence of what we're seeing in the sky and actual documented accounts, just sits there on these shows that he's interviewed on and now it's more common for shows he goes on to ask the question do you believe in aliens and he's a non-believer and it's just mind-boggling because we have the evidence now we've had the evidence from years ago when you saw it before the 2000s when you were like people would see something and you tell the story and people would call you crazy like it happened to me to now from 2020, really, during COVID, where the sightings just sparked and the news just decided to release the evidence during the pandemic, people are like, wow, uh, there, you know, there is aliens. And ironically, not a lot of people are really caring because they dropped it at this impromptu time during a pandemic, during the change of power in the United States. During these traumatic times, it's almost as if they did it purposely so that some wouldn't really focus on it, right? When they dropped all this news about UFOs and aliens, they did it during the pandemic. You know, your your mind was occupied thinking about the pandemic, you know? That's kind of strategic, if you ask me. There's other people that make it their point 
to get the evidence out there. One of my favorite interviews on Joe Rogan was Jeremy Kenyon Locker Corbell. He is an American contemporary artist, documentary filmmaker, and UFOologist based in Los Angeles, California. Corbell is a mixed media artist whose exhibitions, jeez, I'm tongue-tied there, combine art, fashion, and film. He's also a photographer, fashion designer, and an author. He's 46 years old, and he's very, very interested in UFOs. And there are people that are sending him videos and photos. I guess they're not really supposed to, but via the Freedom of Information Act, he's getting information, and he is convinced that there are things up there that are not human. Everything that we're seeing is extraterrestrial. And it's not really that mind-boggling to think that. Again, the vastness of space, there has to be other things. A lot of weird things happening too. Weird lights sighted over Hawaii, multiple UFO sightings, a new a new case of UFO sightings of orbs being videoed in, in war zones, like a legit metallic orb being photographed and released months and years later. UFOs, I spoke about this, UFOs over war zones that are being shot at by both sides. One side shooting at it thinking it's the other side in some kind of ship, but in fact, it's not the enemies at all. It's completely something else flying over these war zones as if they are trying to warn us, like, hey, cut the shit out. Because that's an ongoing theory that they've come here before to help us and teach us to keep this planet inhabitable because maybe there aren't that many other planets out there that are inhabitable. The Anunnaki, there's a big story about the Anunnaki, that they came here in many religions. It's been depicted of them coming and helping civilizations many, many years ago build what we, we now know of as wonders throughout the world, from the pyramids to the Mayans. To the, to the temples and, and pyramids in Peru. To Easter Island. To Stonehenge. And other things throughout the world that I didn't name. That's another thing he ignores is the weird hieroglyphics and writings and art that was found that we can't really make out. Hieroglyphics depicting pictures of helicopters or astronauts when back then there shouldn't have been any of that. To this day, and I will have an episode before season three ends, where I will interview my friend Mike DeLuna. He swears that we have the concrete evidence that we know how we built the pyramids. We don't know how we built the pyramids. In, in, in There's theories. There's a theory where they wet the sand... And used the pulley system and carried these bricks or these these perfectly symmetrical cubes from miles away to the building site. And as they were pulling, they wet the sand to make it easier to glide. Make it easier to glide. They're like 40 tons each or something crazy like that. So you have people pulling a 40 ton brick and then pulling it up a hill and placing these bricks perfectly to build a, a, a pyramid that's so symmetrical and so big 
And people say, well, it's not symmetrical. Well, I don't know what you're watching on the History Channel. And remember, it was built in a way, might have been very symmetrical back then, but, you know, the pyramids have stood the test of time. But they did, in fact, look a lot better years and years ago. It was, they said they were, it was coated in like a, in like almost like a, a white sandstone or granite at one point with the tops being covered in gold. And throughout time, people, you know, ravaged the pyramids and elements got to it. But you mean to tell me that the people back then pulled stones from miles away by simply using a pulley system and manpower and wetting the sand in front of it so it's easy to glide and then hoisting it up uh, hundreds of feet up to form the pyramid? One mishap, one mistake. It's all over. And Neil deGrasse... Despite the stuff that's going on now and being released in the news, is not even looking at the actual history and the head scratchers of like how did they do this? Puma Punku. What they built with those stones up there, those blocks, at that elevation, where those stones weren't even like genuinely in the area. They built these these stones and these structures and these carvings at that altitude with no help with limited resources just like the Egyptians built these pyramids let me tell you man there's just so much question out there that that should be enough for someone to be like I'm not going to say I don't believe but we have to look into things more. And Neil deGrasse, what, what agitates me and the reason I'm speaking about all this is that he's so smart that to me he comes off stupid. There's definitely bigger things at play. There's things that we don't know about. In fact, yes. But I feel like the evidence is there to be like, well, something's going on and it's not us. Something was going on years and years ago and the people that lived at that time had some kind of higher intelligence either directing them on how to do something or helping them. And I feel that Neil deGrasse Tyson shouldn't really say there's nothing out there, but he should, in fact, look into it. See, he likes to knock people. Like the um, documentary on Netflix, Ancient Civilizations, right? He, or Ancient Apocalypse, right? Something to that extent. And Graham Hancock travels the globe hunting for evidence of mysterious lost civilizations dating back to the last Ice Age. And he, what what happens with this man is he has these theories, a very intelligent man. I'm assuming he has many degrees. One of them has to be archaeology and history. And he is being knocked with his theories and beliefs as well, where other scientists say, no, you're wrong. You can't, you, you're not allowed to have your theory, your, your assumption in this. So they tell him he's wrong, even though he's presenting some outstanding evidence. He's wrong and they don't have a debate. They don't get together. They don't talk. They just shoot him down. And that's a very good six-episode show, I believe, to watch because he brings up some good points. He, in fact, says the pyramids are a lot older than what they are. 
People like him and Billy Carson are knocked for their education and their theories instead of coming to the table and presenting it together and saying, something is off, let's sit and talk. But when they get on TV and they talk about things, they get shot down. The ratings, the reviews, even the media is out for them. It's like you can't have your own opinion. Well, we've seen that many times. Graham Hancock, Billy Carson, you're wrong. Your theories are mute. But Neil deGrasse, he could say, hey, guess what? This is how it is. I'm right, you're wrong. I'm only allowed to have my opinion. You could see Joe Rogan in that episode kind of wanted to bite back a little bit, but, you know, he didn't. But it's just mind-boggling that people of that caliber and that intelligence level don't believe there's a bigger picture or something else out there. He's allowed to have his opinion as well. And people like Billy Carlson and Mr. Hancock, they're not allowed to have theirs. Just like we've seen in, you know, the last few years when it comes to science. People have their opinion on something, but they get checked, fact-checked. They get, you know, knocked off social media. And, you know, it's unfortunate. But we're not talking about that subject. We're talking about UFOs. So, um, I don't know, man. I just feel like there's something else out there. And I, I wish I, was, I had the capabilities of interviewing Neil deGrasse myself. But, unfortunately, I'm not at that caliber yet. So, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. Now, going back to the quiz, something new that I tried about the location of Area 51 and the year... The Roswell incident took place. Well, Area 51 is, in fact, located at Groom Lake, Nevada. And if you actually listen to season one of my podcast, I spoke about Roswell and the incident happened in 1947. So this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. i like to thank the Anchor app for giving me the opportunity to talk about Neil deGrasse and how he doesn't believe in extraterrestrial life, only believes in the Big Bang Theory, and Billy Carson and Mr. Hancock are completely wrong, and they're not allowed to have their opinions. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it is the free app that allows you to do all the stuff you need to have your own podcast and put it out there on outlets like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Anchor by Spotify is completely free. If you download it, you can get your podcasting idea out there. So if you have an idea and you want to get a podcast like mine, just download the Anchor app. If you don't follow me on Instagram, it's SWAB underscore podcast, which is short for the Say What Again Billy podcast. And only a few more episodes remain until season three ends, and then I'll take a nice, well-deserved couple of weeks off, and I'll come back with some brand new content. But until next week, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.